welcome wanderers to another episode of it gets better podcast uh devoted to mental health and uh the the path of life whatever you want to call it all right so in the studio today we have christina say say hello to the people christina hello and then also lv what's up good morning oh my god lv it's so good to have you on the show. Thank you. <laughs> we were talking about it, and now that it's happening, it's actually going to be dope. Well, I don't really know what to expect, but I know how your shows go, so... Yeah, because... It can only really go one way. It can only get better. Oh, God. It, Bars. We're not even a minute into it. And, okay. Um, well, for those of you who don't know, LV is the one behind the... Behind the ears um behind the the behind mouth. the scenes behind yeah. the scenes yeah. i'm like that was a <laughs> because it's not like behind the camera because there's You're no right. camera it's behind the behind the mic, the mic i guess yeah, yeah behind the mic so the lv to start this off before we hop into anything before the people even get acquainted to who you are we're gonna play a game of quick questions oh great uh, we do this at the beginning of every oh, show yeah, get <laughs> she needs to get. You gotta get prepared. For amped you. for this because you gotta go quick, and that's the point. So I switched up some of the questions, so not the typical. So I know you've heard some, but now you won't even be ready for them. Are you ready? All right. <laughs> you won't be ready. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Quick questions. Elvi, what's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Left or right-handed? Right. What's your favorite genre of music? Ooh. Oh. First thing. First Come thing. <laughs> First thing that came to mind was bachata. Okay. A- okay, ever been out of the country? Yes. What's the best vowel? Ooh, oh. Would you rather would you ever travel to space? Yes. Is Tupac alive? Absolutely. <laughs> do you have any tattoos? Yes, I do. Where are you from? New Jersey. Can you do any sort of flip? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best time to take off your socks? In bed. What's your favorite candy bar? Reese's. Favorite candy non bar? I don't know. First thing. <laughs> wait, for, not, wait, what? How is that a question? I'm favorite candy, non-bar. Oh, favorite candy, Starburst. Okay. Yeah, if you could be any animal with wings, which one would you be? Ooh, an eagle. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. What instrument is most like you? The flute. Can you speak any other language? Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color? Green. Money. Where's Waldo? <laughs> oh. He's here in the studio. Oh, lit. <laughs> lit. And what's a place you want to travel? Oh, I want to go back to Paris so bad. And what's a song that always lifts your spirit? Um, That is a really good question. Well, it's the last one, so you got a little time. All right. Um, Bob Marley. Oh, wow. Um, so, any Bob Marley song, honestly. <laughs> I love Bob Marley by Bob Marley. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best ever. Wouldn't that be a crazy... What, if every musician was required to make a song that was titled their name... I think that'd be a weird tradition, but I also would kind of like it. I Imagine it. people like trying to describe themselves in a track, and that's like every artist had to make. It's like a tradition. I think we should start that. Looking at you, um, Travis Scott. Uh, <laughs> Travis Scott by Travis Scott would be. Would I be feel like yeah, it would be cool. I feel like every Badu song is Badu Badu <laughs> by Badu 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 yeah. Badu Badu. <laughs> Okay. Well, since we went through that, they did get a little bit of information about you, but tell them, tell them what you all about, LV. Um. All right. So, 
Indie Jam started uh, probably like three years ago. It started off as just a radio show, actually. So pretty much where you guys are sitting right now is what I was doing. Um, and I just wanted to give indie artists a spotlight, an opportunity to be heard, opportunity to share their music uh, with the world. Um, first started with the show, started bringing on local artists, quickly grew buzz. Uh, once we finished, you know, kind of with the local scene and we realized it was kind of dying down, I created an Instagram and I wanted to reach a mass audience. Um, and Instagram took off like crazy. I don't know what it is about Instagram, but um, within like the first year, uh, I wanted 10K, I had it. The second year, I wanted 20K, I had it. And oh, wow. each year, I challenged myself to get 10,000 more followers. Um, so as it grew, um, I get to work with so many different artists all over the world. Not only that, I get to have an opportunity to work with people um, in the industry who are putting together events for indie artists, such as like you know this, those panels and those music conferences. I'm really big on those because I'm really big on indie artists having all the knowledge they need. I mean, you could be an artist and be on SoundCloud, or you can be an artist and be on multiple streaming platforms and actually get a check every month. Um, and it may not be the biggest check in the world, but geez, like these artists yeah. spend so much money. So, anyways, fast forward. Um, with having though with having my show i knew that i could do more that i could open up a platform for other people to put out their messages so not just indie artists with their music but any person any being out there who has a message for the world that they could come to indie and they could talk with lv and she would make their vision come to life yeah, you can and, talk uh, with LV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's cool. So like for the last, for the last year and some change, um, I launched the station. Um, and once I launched the station, I created that platform, and then I was able to offer offer people an opportunity to do their podcast or radio shows, um, here on Indian Work with me, and uh, I've been blessed to work with some really amazing people, including yourselves. Oh, yeah. wow, that was okay. yeah. I've, I kind of been kind of been hyping you guys up lately i just don't you guys and this is my thing look at it it's so funny <laughs> my thing is this is that you guys are so young and you're so passionate about um it gets better about more visions about everything you have going on that i think it's it's just amazing what you're doing and there's so much like longevity in it especially if you work with the right people um so i already was like talking to some people and i was like all right how can we make this bigger than what it is because I look at it two ways. Our generation, you could either be the depressed person and hide in the shell or you could rise above it all. I feel like each person has some sort of level of depression or something that brings them down. And every day you have to wake up and you have to break out of it somehow. So, and I know that's sad to say because, like, it's tough. I deal with, yeah. like, my own mother who suffers severely from depression. And it's like, oh, sometimes I just want to be like, mom, no, don't don't fall into it. I see it's coming. It's creeping in. Don't let it. But, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's how you grow from it. So over the years, I've just learned so much about it, just seeing it firsthand, that now being around you guys and actually getting real knowledge of, of what depression is and how it affects people's everyday lives, oh, kind of felt like it was all meant to be. Yeah. So nice. welcome awesome. to Indie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do it all. Thank you. That was a nice little synopsis of uh, Indie Jams and the woman behind it all, LV. Ooh, so, well, thank you for coming on the show. So I guess we're going to get started. That was a great little intro. Yeah. If you don't didn't know what she was about, now you know what she's about. Um, <laughs> so I want to throw up a question to just be talked about um, in whatever 
manner it see you guys see fit but do you guys think there's a difference between an art and a craft mm. and if you do can you explain why you think there's a difference i have a um comeback question comeback question what is your comeback because it's just I, like a, it's just okay, like a, i have a another <laughs> okay. question i'm going to answer your question okay. with yes. a question yes, <laughs> what is your synonym for craft well um well, and I'll just answer the question. Then, yeah, and I then guess. We, and then you guys can talk about Go it. Ahead. So I, I think there's a difference between art and craft. I think that a craft can become an art. I mean, they're usually paired together. Arts and crafts has been, like, it's a thing from children when they grow, like, all the way up to now. We just have, like, careers and professionalism all about it. But, like, craft would be any skill set to accomplish a desired like result that mm -hmm. you use like technically and like hone you know whereas mm -hmm. art i believe is more the act of expressing the human condition mm -hmm. but i feel like when we deal with a lot of artists those lines are blurred mm -hmm. because now their craft is expressing the human condition mm -hmm. that's like an artist's craft yeah is the the method and medium and content in expressing their aspect of the human condition. So I think it's become a craft, but I think there is a difference between craft and your art. Mm -hmm. And I'll have a follow-up question, but I want to hear what you guys think. I, I mean, I pretty much agree with what you're saying. I feel like in my eyes, the, and I'll just word it how my brain works. In my in my head, the, the art is the actual creation of whatever it is you love like mm -hmm. you come up with that in your mind and then the craft is actually bringing that into fruition and actually doing it um and there's and there's two different kind of people in this world there's people who think a lot of things and then there's doers so to me the arts and craft are completely different because yeah. you have to act it out you have to put it into you know into an action and actually do it and i feel like that's where it comes in the craft and that's why it's so important to craft your art because if you don't craft it if you don't mold it and make it into whatever it is it's supposed to be then you become one of those people who just like kind of just comes up with ideas and then they fade away so yeah. well just quick follow-up to what yeah. you said if somebody is something like a carpenter who you know their craft is carpentry that's like mm -hmm. a technical skill mm -hmm. of carving and shaping wood what i guess um i'd say i'd say the carpenter his art is being able to tell the different types of carpets mm. and being able to know different types of flooring and square footage in a home and know what goes where okay. and and how to put it all together what pieces he needs to make it happen and then his craft is actually getting on his hands and knees ripping out those carpets laying those carpets down <laughs> uh the tiling the the when it comes to the flooring uh the grout the cement all that stuff is the actual uh crafting of it okay if that makes sense yeah no you definitely um i i was meaning like a wood a wood maker like a carpenter uh, but I, I, what you said answers the question the same <laughs> the way. Oh. I, I think you heard the carpet part, and then yeah, you just carpentry. like you started answering. It makes sense. It made sense in my head. It made sense to I, me well, as I well. I don't know if I could explain it with a wood carpenter though. 
But yeah. I actually know one, and he made that table, so maybe I could explain it that way. That's yeah. interesting. It's yeah, the same, it's the same concept. Well, as as not being a carpenter, I don't know if I would have the the ability to speak on it. But I, from my understanding of it all, I think design is where like you mm-hmm. were talking about, like the like art that. art is in the design mm-hmm. of of the craft. If it's not purely an like an expression art, like. Um, singing or or mm. dancing or well like, speaking of singing then how would how like how would you a... explain it as an artist well i think that there's different i mean there's definitely different categories for arts like performing arts visual arts all of that stuff that's like the main thing that people see or think about when they think about art um and so it's it's there's even a design in the way that you do that it's the way that you do something uh and i think art truly is also why you do it you know uh, the emotion behind it or the expression behind it um i think that that's what a lot of people will say like you know even me personally to answer your question going back to your question me personally i'm a person of art is everything you know i see Uh it in everything i see it in nature i see it in everything and the reason why i say that is because i see the significance in a lot of things and i believe that art is just like I said earlier, why you would do something or why you see something as it is. The co- a conversation can be artistic in my way, or in in my thought, because it's we're, we're having this conversation and we're very passionate and we're expressing our values and our thoughts um, in a specific way. Uh, and to me, that's artistic because you can, in a craft, and going back to what you were saying earlier, Elvie, I think a craft uh, is you actually forming a forming it and putting it and putting a label on it and being like this is that that we just had this conversation on mental health so that's my label on it and i'm putting that out there as a podcast now i just made something out of it but the basis of it was just a conversation that we were having just an idea that we were having and i think that um this is me running with the conversation uh a lot of people they have i an idea they know how to craft it, but actually putting it out there is the like issue or the I, I don't want to say the opportunity that they can gain in uh, either they don't like because I mean what's the whole point that we create you know a lot of people I, I wonder why people dance why people go and gather in communities and do these things it's because they want to share mm-hmm. they like they don't want to do this in their room. Anybody could do that, right? If everybody can dance, but now can you dance in front of people? Is that dancing good? All that, you know, that whole spiel. I feel like we create to share. We we craft to share um, rather than just expressing our art. And I think a little, I personally even wonder why, you know, what is the point of continuously, like, sharing or promoting things? And when, especially when social media gets involved, it gets, like, I kind of go in this circle of like, what's the point of doing it? I just really want at least one person to hear. I don't need 10K to hear, but, you know, where does that get you at the end? Uh, I and don't I know. Just, that just, was really well said. Okay. <laughs> well, we're, I mean, I don't know. Everybody I, think on that. Um, social what, media what is a think? huge thing in today's society and when it comes to art and your craft and whatever your perspective of that is, it seems there's quite a lot. Um. Whatever that is, take your time to think on it. Like, 
you got to develop your own answer. I really can't tell you because social media is a great tool, but it's also a big distraction of this generation, Absolutely. of this age. So, I agree. Um, but the follow up question for that was, so then based on your definitions of both, maybe they are the same. If they are the same, what are their effects on mental health and how big of a role do they play in a positive mental health state? It could go both ways, right? It could be it could be a sign of hope almost mm-hmm. that you know it gets yeah. better. Uh-huh. <laughs> For sure. You, yeah. you could express your art and you could uh craft whatever it is you love and, and your life could change. Yeah. And it could also be somebody who is in art and somebody who's lacking in their craft and it'd be something that maybe they're not as good as sharing it and then it could bring them down um so the lack of support i would say in your art and crafts could could really destroy you if that's what you're passionate about and i see it every day i see artists who um music artists because i know that we just talked about so many different kinds so i see music artists who are not seeing the numbers they want to see, who are working so hard, investing all their money into this because they think that they're going to be the next big thing. In reality, they're just getting by. So, yeah, they're, they're, they have this art that they love doing and they love sharing it, but they're not seeing results. Mm-hmm. And it makes them different. And then with society... And depending on what type of art you're in and the people who are above you looking at what they're doing or saying can really destroy you too. Because yeah. if you're looking at the next big rapper and he's saying, hey, I'm sipping this, I'm popping that, and you think that's what you need to do to get where you're going in your art, you're the, destroying yourself. Yeah. yeah, the effect, well, that that just hints on a bigger topic of like the effects of, of substances mm-hmm. on, on the mind and the longstanding effects of the environment that you're in absolutely including the substances that you might be taking depending on the people you're around or the, the what's readily available depending on the, the the area you're in um i i definitely think that in my definition where like craft is like your professional pursuit like uh, like this is my craft and this is my art um, that, that's kind of how I defined them was like craft was the more professional pursuit and art was the more personal mm-hmm. like passion pro- like um, not project but like yeah I mean they do end up being projects you, you make a projection of yourself into it so I can call it a project mm-hmm. um, and in that I believe that one allows you to not even when you're alone you never feel isolated because you have the ability to release your thoughts out Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people argue is like, isn't art meant to be shared? Um, and if you're not sharing your art, then are you doing art or are you just making something like creating? And um, I don't know if it really matters, but I think it allows you to escape your mind mm-hmm. so you don't ever feel isolated, which we've talked about previously with uh, Amaryllis. Like isolation is probably one of the worst things you can do for a mind in in a society. If you're If you're in a society and you have problems, you're not going to be able to isolate yourself a hundred percent and, and be okay. Um, and then the craft allows for the discipline and a lot of people don't necessarily talk about it, but discipline is, mm-hmm. is important for the mind. Like our, our mind is built on routine. You kind of have to play 
you have to have to play into your instincts enough to satisfy your your cycles but not enough to where you're falling into habits that could then lead to worse situations and it's a it's a tough middle ground to find but i think having both of those allows you to explore into the areas and find those like find it find that spot where you can uh truly express what you feel while also being disciplined in a routine and not being so tossed about by your emotional state how about the um the competition in arts okay wow how, how does that how do you think that if, i mean i know it's not a, it's not good but <laughs> and a lot of media depicts it in such a dramatic way but i i mean after i i had to study quite a few cases dealing all from all sorts of entertainment situations and the because of the nature of it is because the product is served almost like it's sort of like so much time is put into creating it and it's just consumed instantaneously uh, because of that the services provided and the the money exchanged people really like there's like a you know make or break kind of attitude with it all and so people are willing to you know make <laughs> like find loopholes in it all because entertainment as as like a as like a a whole thing is very scarce like you only have so much attention to go around and not everybody can really have as much as they have not everybody can have as much as certain people have like um and i think that sorry (laughs) i think that the um biggest thing is that it's not a competition in a sense because the best artists if you see are just people who are in their own lane thinking about themselves doing sharing what they like want to share what they've had in their mind or in their heart for like you know years days just period um and it's not about what they're good at it's about what they love to do most of the time it just happens to be that they're really good at it as well it's just like a uh um i feel like an ancestral like what do you call it um gift uh like so i feel like just think i'm just thinking music artists period if you think about all of them like kanye west travis scott badu uh even andre these are all people who kind of went on their own path you know that's just literally four people that have their own so i guess that point well a lot of those people were pioneers so like you, you don't have any competition when you're the one pioneering. Yeah, it, but their pioneer was their own path. No, there's nobody like them. That's what you a, know? that's that's what pioneer. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. There's even people now, even at like who. Yeah, I mean Travis Scott is literally now. You know, even there's people in their own lane now doing their own thing, and nobody can go behind them and. A lot of people can do that if they stop looking at other people. If they, you know, they're looking at other people, they're comparing themselves, and they make themselves go fall into that line. You know how many little pumps we have out here? You know, uh, it's just like, like, why are you falling into that line when you could do your own thing? And then I can see you. And it's not about my attention; it's about my interest now. Interest can last a lot longer than my attention, because I'm like very interested in seeing what else you have f- for us. You know, think about Smino or somebody okay. like that. The 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 follow up point to that would be like those people that you're talking about are so big because everybody's like, 
you know, watching them and, and not even just imitating them, but following them, like, and their attention's there and their interest is there. Yeah. And so it's like, you have so many people, like, like that whole industry is based off of that. There's comp- mm-hmm. competition in the entertainment industry. There should never be competition in the arts. And that's the, yeah. the that's the that's the problem because entertainment is about your attention. You're competing mm-hmm. for attention. There's 24 hours in a day. Most like a third of that we're asleep, for you know the healthy person. Yeah. And like, there's only so much attention that can go around. The problem, a big problem now is that there's so much. There's so much that only the things that stand out, super big for whatever reasons our mind has created are important. And think about why they stand out is because they are they stick to what they know and what they like more than sticking to what the biggest thing is on like you know Instagram, like it, and it's just it kills me to know that you know there's viral videos of just nonsense and then there's other people who are like slowly climbing but because they see those viral videos they stop. You know, like, why would you stop if you, like, are completely in your own zone? In your, You can't, like, you can only go up if you're in your own pocket. And you will rock it up once people start to notice it a little bit more. But, you know, those viral things just, like, they, they make people, going back to what you were saying, they make people insecure. They make people, like, want to quit. Uh, they just, like, comparing is, has, and has always been, like, the number one thing to a and lack of communication um or comparing has created a lack of communication between people who know how to get somewhere and people who want to get to that place that i mean that's a good point um but not that i don't i wouldn't say comparison because comparison is how you get to the point of understanding that they are at a place you want to be you have to compare yourself yeah. to them in order to reach unhealthy it's the version. assumptions that are made from those comparisons. Yeah. It's assumptions in general. Yeah. The assumptions that, oh, I'll never be as good as them mm-hmm. because they're already there because they put more time and they're they're older or they've been in a different situation than me. It's, it's the assumptions that people do instead of the effort of understanding mm-hmm. is what like is what it's called. And yeah, that, that's like, true. And the problem is is because the people like there are it's really hard in a saturated environment. Mm-hmm. Is so much effort is taken to truly understand at least a little bit. And it's like the people who do understand, that's why they're so highly treasured, I guess, in whatever community they are a part of, Mm -hmm. is because we're all out here slugging it, trying to find this information. We know how hard it is to Mm -hmm. truly like sift through it all and find like the lifestyle that works best for you, the, the people that are best around you the things you bet should do in your life we're all out here trying to do it so when you find somebody who has made it through all that information and found something you know you just value and treasure them a little bit more and I, I that's how i, I personally see i feel like the m- number one thing that anybody should know is that you cannot like life you can't do alone and just in general if you're trying to be entertainment or an artist you can't do it alone that's why we have you here speaking that's why we have me here who created more visions and that's why we have lv here who's helping us with the podcast like we all have this like in, we all have this knowledge and this power in a specific point that creates whatever this is <laughs> uh and unique experience for yes. all you viewers so with that being <laughs> said i'm gonna kick it over to the dj for this little mini mix for this episode hey, i hi. hope you enjoy we'll be right back hey, hi.
And we're back. Okay. Well, that that was such a good little spout of music. I don't know about you, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. I just would like to let everyone know that Eric didn't know what the box was <laughs> by Roddy Rich. The song She the could box. not contain herself. By Roddy Rich. If you I mean earlier in the episode she she made a little reference Eat to it her. and I didn't know what she was talking about, but I heard the I've heard the song. I just didn't know what the sound effect was. Alright, moving on. <laughs> Alright, moving on. They ain't, they are not gonna make me feel bad. They I won't. will not. No, well, so, that wasn't the point. Whatever, we moving on. Informing them. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so this is the part of the show where we talk to LV yes. exclusively. All right. I, I I'm gonna ask you questions. Okay. Questions. And you better have answers. Answers. Should I see how we fast my brain works? We got ad for the podcast now. We got <laughs> ad lib. So I'll take be- the. <laughs> I'll take that that all day. Cool. Yeah, in the background. <laughs> cool. You got it? got it. You got it, Tina. Okay, <laughs> featuring Tina in the background. Um, <laughs> so, LV. Yes. You already kind of hit the first couple questions I was going to ask about indie jams, but how long has indie jams been a thing? Well, we're we're still in our early stage, still a little baby. I'd say about maybe three and a half, going on four years. The entire existence of indie jams. Um, like I said, started off as just a regular sh- show. I I came up with the name like a minute, thirty seconds to a minute before I went on air for my first show. Oh, I just put it together. That's lit. I was like, I was on a station. It was um, one hundred two jams dot com, and then I was on a panel um, with the owner for ninety eight point five The Wire. Um, and they kept saying indie, indie, and I'm like, what is indie? I know unsigned artists, I know independent artists, but they kept saying indie, and this was like four years ago. So mm. I was like, what is this? What are they talking about? Didn't realize a new wave of artists that was coming that was about to change. Um, it had already been going on, but I didn't realize the direction it was gonna go, mm-hmm. and clearly it went a whole nother direction. So. Literally 30 seconds before I went on air, I was like, yeah, hello, this is Elby. Welcome to Indie Jams. And ever since then, it has stuck. So it was a no-brainer to create the station after the show because the show had been so successful. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty interesting. I yeah. didn't. I thought you were I thought you were older. I'm not going to lie. I guess that's a compliment for a radio station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought you were older, Indie Jams. What, 10 years? I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I was at I, least five. I was thinking at listen, least Listen, when we hit 10 years, we're going to be in a whole nother world. Well, when this we is, hit 10 years, we're, we're going to be six years older. <laughs> we're going to be in so Jupiter. Old. A whole nother world. Elon Musk, take us to Jupiter. <laughs> yeah. Take Indy to Jupiter. Indy Jam's yes. Jupiter edition. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm down. Uh, you got my vote. Where? Indy, uh, LV for Jupiter's president. <laughs> Indie Jams takes Jupiter. Indie Jams take over. Indie Jams live from Jupiter. <laughs> Indie Jams take over. I like it. Uh, <laughs> These radio waves are strong. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being in space. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It, it's it. See that sound? That kill me. That that sound. She started is it. Just as uh, I don't want to say annoying, but catchy as I thought it would be. Yeah, totally. But she's the first person I've seen that did that. And I, but when she did it, I immediately knew what it was. Knew. It sounded she's to me a trendsetter. It sounded to me like a rocking chair. I'm not gonna lie. Whatever it is, don't matter. Either way. Okay. E- either way. <laughs> a lot of things <laughs> that make on. that. Sound. You got to get outside the box now. Come on. Oh, 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 I like how you did that. 
Okay. Is- <laughs> <laughs> so, Elvi, you mentioned earlier that um, you you have seen indie artists spend a lot of money pursuing their art and their craft. Absolutely. And you, the motivation partly in creating this was to try and help them create a, a presence in order to make money back off of their their art well try to be informative and educate them on ways they can but that's not the ultimate goal when these artists sit in these seats i just want them to i want to know who they are and i want them to be comfortable with who they are gotcha if this is something you want to see yourself do in the long run you have to believe in yourself you have to be your number one fan so when i sit with you i want to see who you are i want to know your story I always tell every artist who comes in this door, you will not leave the same person. When you come in this door, you will not leave the same way. I'm going to, something is going to happen. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're going to say, but something is going to happen. It's going to shift and it's supposed to enlighten you. You're supposed to come out hungry, wanting more, um, smarter, educated in, in what the next step is, you know? Hmm. Um, I think... I think when we hear other people's stories, we can go like read a biography or or read a book about someone and be like, wow, that person is amazing. I want to be like that person. Mm -hmm. Well, when you hear yourself talk about yourself, you should feel the same way. Mm -hmm. You should be like, wow, I'm amazing. Wow, I've been through so much. Wow, I deserve more. I deserve to be better. I can do this, whether it's a rapper, singer, whatever. Hey, if, if this person can do it, I know I can do it. And that just comes with years of listening to Les Brown. It's like, huh. <laughs> Elvie is a self-empowering guru. Uh, Les Brown is like, huh. every morning, bro. Oh, like, wow. What? I could do anything. Awesome. Well, his stories are just regular stories. If you guys ever listen to it, he's just a regular guy. And he just always believed in himself, always believed he could do more. When you have that mindset, man, nothing can stop you. Wow, yeah. It, that's definitely... It, it leads me to one of my questions, which is like, how powerful are your beliefs in, well, I was just, I was going to say your reality, but let's, let's narrow it more so to your, to your mind, your, your mental health. Like how powerful are your beliefs to that? Because it, it raises the questions like then whose beliefs are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm more so. I'm more so just asking about how powerful you believe beliefs to be on the on the mind. Um, well, I think the mind is the most powerful tool. Your mind mixed with your emotions. Um, I mean, I wish I could sit here and say that it's the strongest, but it's it's only getting better. I've been through so much in my life that I had to do some serious work these last couple years to get to where I am today, to be able to talk like this, to be able to present myself and even feel any kind of power. Um, so so can't really answer it yet because I'm kind of still in the process of like becoming powerful. Okay. But I can say this. Um, it's so important to take necessary steps to free your mind. Um, I was a person who... I was very weak-minded. Man, I'm the best personality, could do whatever, um, light up a whole room. But at night, I let dark thoughts consume me. Throughout the day, I'd make poor decisions based off of just, you know, stuff going on around me. 
Um, and I just made necessary steps. Like, uh, I'll say the first one, becoming sober. It's probably the best decision I ever made. Um, I said, I don't want anything. I don't want anything affecting my uh, ability to just be. Um, that was number one. Reading more powerful stuff of people who are already successful. Um, that changed my mindset a lot. And then just breaking that mold. Um, anything that I felt like was holding me back, holding me down. I mean, I lost tons of friends. People who I thought... I probably never imagined my life without them. I'm like, yo, you can be my best friend for the rest of my life. And then I was like, man, you're not changing. I got to cut you off. Um, that And that was tough for me. So not only did I have to do that, but that hurt me doing that. So then mm. that weak mindset, you can't have a weak mindset and then be trying to do those kind of things because then you beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. So for many years, I beat myself up because I'm like, oh, I need this person. Oh, I need this. I need that. In reality, I didn't need any of it. I just needed me i needed a solid strong powerful version of myself so that i could accomplish whatever it is i was out to accomplish whether it's indie um or a day job or a night job or you know when i interact with people or meet these you know billion dollar business owners like i just needed the best version of myself so now today is yeah it's pretty good you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) took a lot of work to get here a lot but if you don't (laughs) if you don't start in the early ages you find yourself it takes longer the bounce back isn't the same mm-hmm. um you're way more emotional mm-hmm. uh <laughs> habits and the cycles yes. are like yearly decade cycles and yeah habits. it's so bad but um yeah it's cool it's cool because just being in the mindset i am now i can be around other people like especially my siblings i can be around my older sister and be like I'm a little tough, but I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you doing this? You don't need to do this. Like, if I can do this, you can do this. I can be around my little brother like, and be like, hey, this is what you need to be doing. I know because, boom, I've been there. Like, Don't worry about nothing. Just worry about this. So it's cool being able to kind of be the sacrificed lamb in the family. Oh <laughs> the the tribute. She got yeah. sacrificed up as the tribute. Yeah, they. you know what? And it's weird because some people on the outside will look and think that you do have it all together, that you're perfect and you're good, and you, they have no idea what you've been through. So. Wow. Okay, yeah. so I got a lot to follow up on for that. <laughs> so going back to what you first said, becoming sober, um, definitely, definitely advocate for that here. Um I mean, obviously, where nobody expects perfection, and e- even the attempt to become sober is a step in the right dis- direction. Um, it's 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 not forgetting that the amount of tries is unlimited on on achieving your goals. Um, but I, what about people who are prescribed something? And now, it, like, I don't want to necessarily get into my bias on pharmaceutical Mm -hmm. companies and how they've like medicated the whole entire world to gain money but what do you think about the people who have a mental illness where a sober mind is well is it is it a sober mind if you're affected by a mental illness and if that is your sober mind does that justify Mm. like using drugs to accomplish it's sad but it's true you're still on drugs you if with if you didn't have it how would you be mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um it's sad that some people have to do that i mean i thank god every day that i, I don't i don't have that issue 
and I see what prescription drugs, especially for like anxiety and depression, do to people. Mm. Like I've seen it firsthand, and I'm like, no, give me that here. Take the CBD oil. Like, no, mm. <laughs> you don't need that. Try this. That's interesting. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm more of a person. Like I wish there was more natural remedies to deal with things versus taking prescription drugs and pills i feel like the pills make people crazier um and that's just the firsthand stuff that i've seen i don't know who out there is is dealing with a more severe issue and absolutely needs it i've just seen people the withdrawal going Mm -hmm. without it and what it does some it's almost like they were they were better off without it yeah now they're worse than what they started now they have uh an addiction to deal with an addiction they're obviously dependent on it they need it and instead of and one thing i always go back to instead of them needing themselves so they can get better now they need this drug and that whole pharmaceutical stuff is crazy like it's um ssris which are antidepressants um when when they were created the effect that they have is on the serotonin receptors and i don't want to act as if i'm the number one like info on this but i'm pretty sure that the the effect they have is that they almost like block certain serotonin receptors so the small amount of serotonin that you do have is registered at like a a more concentrated amount so you have serotonin receptors that just aren't working and if you're consistently taking ssris the long-standing effect of that on your serotonin receptors is that you could maybe never reach a point of like true Mm -hmm. serotonin production or even like or now you have so much more serotonin and not enough like active functioning receptors to truly process like you know a natural happiness or mm-hmm. a natural state of 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 neutrality or calm or peaceness and so the, like that was pushed out because of the i mean it does have benefits especially in a lot of people who are, who are, have a lot of issues but it almost the there's just so much about it that um, has been pushed on everybody without as much time needed to see the the effects and the um, I, don't, I don't even know the whole portfolio of what that drug does. A lot of it was just like an issue pops up immediately, boom, pumping out a solution to start, mm-hmm. and then the mo- the money that's made off of it. It's crazy. So I was just, I was just wondering if your, if your sobriety thing translated even to people with like diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it does because I just don't want people to ever feel like they need anything. Mm. It it can can be detrimental. Now I know there are some biological components to mental illness. There are a lot, mm -hmm. Um, but we actually have not been able to like find the specific like biological marker of it all a lot of it comes down to environment and the way your genes are expressed so there might be some truth to that in the sense um like deformities and and abnormalities in the brain it's a little different because now it's like it's it's almost like it it, that's 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 like neurology that's really deep to go into and i i personally don't necessarily have anything like that in my life so i don't want to go into that without somebody here who has experience yeah. on it um but i i do think i do think you're right there are so many cultures that are less and less identified or or uh promoted in the ways that they treat and handle mental illness they're like there are so many different cultural remedies out there and some of them actually have success 
um like even a lot in south america they are afraid of becoming dependent on yeah um drugs like like that like it's a culturally like held belief that you know being on drugs not only does it like those drugs will long-standingly like affect you but also the stigma about it the the belief um a, a heavy spiritual belief it like all comes together to where like pharmaceutical pharmaceuticals are almost like a like a last resort at that point and even then like americanization of psychiatry has like overtaken the world and that's an i don't want to say it's another issue because there's a lot of things being brought to light that can be helped but it's also like whitewashing all the different remedies and therapies that are out there which is another purpose of the show is to identify therapy therapy within so much yeah. your everyday life the the art that you can do the craft that you can do the clinic the clinical outlets that we have that's one of the big purposes of this show um i'm sorry i feel like i just talked no, you a were lot. like on fire oh, right yeah. now okay, right okay. <laughs> uh, awesome we wow. were both like zoomed in on you wow that's, awesome. that's yeah awesome <laughs> thank you I, I just wanted to make sure anybody had anything to say on that before i moved on to the next question okay got it. i think i'm gonna wrap one wrap it up yeah kind of a final train of train of questions I'll, I'll say one thing though based off of what you said when it came to me being sober and i know like pharmaceuticals and stuff is the direction we were in my big thing was alcohol mm. and the one thing i realized is that i was taken away from my own life now think about this every celebration everyone was drinking happy birthday cinco de mayo Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Every single holiday we're drinking. Not only that, it's the weekend. Have a drink. Got a promotion. Have a drink. Having a bad day. Have a drink. Um, just hanging with friends. Hey, want to have a drink? When you think about how much people were drinking, including myself, every week, getting hammered on weekends. And this was like, just like out of college. And then doing it as an adult. And then going your whole life just drinking alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. So bad. That's what made me stop because it became uncontrollable. And then when you see how it changes your behavior, how it takes away from who you are, and then you start hurting people around you, that's when, for me, it was like, uh, no, I'm not doing that. And it became, uh, I no longer need that. And I, I don't miss it. I don't. I see people drinking. I'm like, cool. What? I mean, that's on you. But it does nothing for me. If anything, I felt like it just kind of numbs who you are for the moment. Mm-hmm. You become somebody you're not, and you take away from who you are, mm. and then you come back to it, and you decide if you're still happy with yourself or not, or whatever you did while you yeah. <laughs> while you were off being someone else. That was it for me. So with pills with alcohol with major big drugs with whatever that's my only thing it's like you escape yourself and some people like escaping mm-hmm. i don't want to escape i don't want to run from who i am i want to face who i am. i want to become like the best version of myself to the point where like i love myself so much and like everyone around me is happy because and i'm not gonna say the happiest they could be but they're happy with who i am and they're happy within themselves that there's no need for any of that that's yeah. my only wish for everyone that they you know yeah, yeah they, it is they have that i mean a lot of people will um some people will claim that they've they found themselves 
through it. And and I'm not gonna say there's no truth to that because the experiences one can have on on drugs or battling drugs can change and mold who you are. So you might find yourself in it. But beyond that, you're, you're definitely right. It's it's almost an escape from yourself. I don't I don't think they found themselves in it. I think they're happier with who they are when they're mm. when they're on it okay. versus who they are without it. Mm-hmm. So they're not content with themselves. So being on that level is uh, better. So whoever you are when you're on that, that's cool. That may work for you. But think about it. You're going to always have to be on something in order to be that person. And that's not healthy. Like, yeah. Physically, you can, that's you can not never healthy. just wake up and be like, oh, my God, I'm the greatest person in the world. You're like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? I need to take something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a blurred line between um, like medicine and and intoxication you know and i think the the feel good that you get from from whatever intoxication that you find can can be found in a and in like medicine but Mm -hmm. when i say medicine more like medicine for your for your traumas medicine Mm -hmm. for your your soul medicine for the fact that you're not content using that medicine instead of intoxicating yourself mm-hmm. uh what was it jekyll meta meditate don't medicate mm-hmm. like f- like facing whatever it is that is haunting you or attached to you get it like facing it confronting it and and removing its power from you and taking power from it as an experience in your life that can that can propel you forward into whatever it is that you need to do like it it is that feeling of security and who you are mm-hmm. will be just as good as any intoxication mm-hmm. and then like but a lot of people have not found it yet so they're like i i can't believe in that because i i can take this drug or i can drink this amount and i'll feel like this but i haven't felt the security in myself because i haven't been taught to especially in the society of comparison that we live in but that's my thought yeah. on that um, on my journey of becoming more sober than I am now, now um, my counselor has always said that, like, and I've been through it, just understanding, like, the instant gratification is with is why a lot of people take those drugs. Um, it, because they're like, you know, I don't want to meditate for an hour or sit with myself for this amount of time and struggle to get to that ultimate joy at the end you know and not happiness is joy because joy doesn't feel like what those drugs feel like it's a completely different feeling but it's ultimately the best thing for you in the long run it's that instant gratification and that the ability to um you could uh moderation it's just moderation truly being able to be like all right i'm not going to do this like you said if i just did it last week or i'm not gonna get hammered yesterday if i just got hammered today because i know how i felt when i woke up you know it's some it's okay if that's what you if that's where you are in your life to have a good time but it's not a necessity to do that uh and i think that there's a very early discoveries of doing specific drugs and um in a sense of uh being medicated through therapy you know there's uh like uh was called um psychologists who use lsd or molly or things like that over time or not even over time in a specific amount of time or yeah over time like you use it once a month 
um, and it for for five months, and they sit with you every time. So you're being guided through that experience, and you're being uh, told, you're being asked questions to kind of unravel things, and they utilize it as that. But when you're using it outside of that, and you're using it recrea- uh, recreationally, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, you aren't guiding yourself. You aren't doing it for the right reasons you're not trying to get out of something you're trying to get away from something and it's not you're not focused on you know you're not even um well that's 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 an assumption because people people use substances for a whole plethora of different reasons and yes escapism is definitely a huge reason why it's so popular right now but i there are people who are you know because i don't just don't want to lump everybody into a generalization yeah and by the way those people those those psychologists and psychiatrists who are uh who can and utilize substances stronger like hard substances for therapy mental therapy yeah they are outside of america so yeah definitely like i mean it's interesting stuff to see like when you actually get down to the biological interaction instead of like the effect it like has on your your mood when you get down to the actual way it can like mm-hmm. restructure your neurology, yeah. that's when it becomes like a medicine. Yeah, because it's um, all chemicals within the brain and with your, and outside. So, <laughs> you know? Well, yes. Thank, thanks for that, team. Yeah, I'm just saying. Elvi, <laughs> um, yeah. I had kind of the wrap-up question. So you've talked, you've mentioned a few things about your own experience. Thank you very much. Told awesome. us about your journey a little bit. You've given some commentary on some topics, but what are what is some advice that you have for anybody listening? who may not be seeing a licensed mental health counselor right now, and we're not saying this is a replacement, but for those of you who don't have the means or the desire to go and see somebody with clinical training um, from somebody who who lives who lives their life pretty well, yeah. uh, according, I, you know, just in a sense that I feel like she found some sort of uh, stability within herself. She's talked about it as such. Yeah. What's um, some advice you have for people who just want to take the next step in, in a more positive mental health? Get to know yourself. Um, I believe in positive affirmations. Um, if you want to go to church, go to church. Find something to believe in outside of yourself. Something positive, uplifting. Um outside of church find something you love find hobbies like i said get to know yourself who are you outside of everything outside of your relationships outside of your family when you're alone with yourself at night can can you sleep okay if not then maybe meditate um and i used to do that i used to listen to these like sleep hypnosis stuff (laughs) and at first i thought it was creepy but then it started working nice it's it's felt good i was like oh my god yeah like i can i didn't believe it at first i was like i can actually go to sleep with a clear conscience like um so i believe in like practicing i don't really meditate but that's not something i'm opposed to i've done like yoga and stuff like that and i was like whoa this is weird but okay i'll try it you know um so things like that like just get outside of yourself. I think working out has helped me too. Um, it's, it's like the best stress reliever I, I've yeah. probably had um, is working out and then you feel good afterwards. Um, definitely watch what you eat. I think eating healthy is like such a big thing now too. You know, if you're not taking care of your body and you're not taking care of yourself, then what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> um, work hard, but don't overwork yourself. Um, I see a lot of people, you know, we go so hard, but we forget to take care of ourselves. 
um, and then you get this like sloppy lazy version of yourself and then you get sick and then so if you overwork yourself and then you get weeded and you're not taking care of yourself then it just hurts you in the long run yeah. um, so I mean we're in a day and age where like we all gotta work hard we're all struggling in some way or another um, but I just encourage everybody to stay positive and just know that you know it gets, gets better. It does get better. Yeah. Um, and just stay focused, man. Stay true to yourself. Believe in yourselves. Um, you guys can do anything you set your mind to. You. Um, yeah, man. Go out yeah. and get it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the inspirational speech from LV. Thanks, LV. You're welcome. Um, yeah, she's definitely right. And for those of you who might listen to that and be like, "Whoa, whoa that's a lot." Um, take it, take it one step at a time. Yeah. Like, breathe. you really like. I'm I'm an advocate of taking the time to integrate something into into your life fully, so you can gain the benefits from it, and then move on to the next. If you if you want to start exercising, really put your all into maintaining where you are now, and bringing that slowly, integrating that into your life. And once you feel comfortable with that being a part of your routine, now it's now it's on the back burner, and you don't necessarily have to actively think about it so much. You can actively think about bringing something else into your life, and slowly. You'll look down, you'll be down the line and you'll, you'll realize, dang, all that stuff that LV told me to, to try and do. Now I got it. Like I got that unlock. I just, it just took me, you know, six months focused on each of these things. And now it's in my life. And five years later, I'm exactly who I saw I could be if I applied all that to my life. So take those steps. Um, but we're going to move on to the last segment before we wrap up LV. Uh, and Tina, yes, play this game as well. It's a good, it's a nice little game. So the game is, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Oh, I love that game. <laughs> no, it's actually just where in the world, but I like okay. to reference Carmen San Diego. That that stuff is like really like prominent in my mind. I think it's just like the the signature red. <laughs> like I don't remember just like visually like where in yeah, the world is Carmen San Diego just like pops in my head so much more than everything else I watch. It's a red at that jacket. Time. She, it's just like bright red. Do you know where in the I world is coming to be? Oh my That's god! That's why I'm like lost. It's like a wasn't it like a PBS thing or it was? It no, was... it was like in school for me. It was like a game we played on the computer and stuff. Well, yeah, it was like this whole. And then brand. they made a cartoon out yeah, of it. Yeah, they oh, made wow. a whole show. Is so it's like where in the world in Carmen San Diego is like give us clues. the cool spy. Where's Waldo? Yeah, you uh. know, it's like just traveling all over. Like you kind of like where is she? You use clues to figure out where she is, like type nice. stuff. So I guess we're just gonna call this where in the world. So I'm going to give you the name of a city, and I want you to give me the country that you think it's from. Oh, wow. God. This isn't going to be easy. Oh, it's God. already not easy. Yeah. <laughs> just knowing this is actually more of a game to introduce really funny city names to you guys and just, like, joke about it. But I also want to make it a game, so <laughs> oh you guys are competing. So where in the world? First one is Disappointment Island. That's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment Island. What? Is Where this a multiple think? choice question? No. No. Okay. Oh, but I, but I'll, like, hey, so we I'll just give have to guess a hint. country? Okay, give us a hint. I'll give you a hint. It's not on our side of the him. Like, it's not on our hemisphere. Okay. Um, Disappointment country. Island. Disappointment is in Russia. Wait, that's the country. And think about it. It's, I'm not tra- it's not, I don't think it's translated. This is the name of it. So now narrow it down to like places that are like, we'll name stuff English, not necessarily like the language. I'd say it's in Australia. Somewhere in Russia. 
Dang, she was close to New Zealand. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah. Disappointment Island? Right, it's in, it's right in New, <laughs> New Zealand. Zealand. I wouldn't be disappointed. It's in, it's in like uh, the little island. I there. bet you get there and they're like, psych. Uh, <laughs> what did you expect? It's like five square feet coming stand <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <like. laughs> I feel like it's a disappointment. It's truly a disappointment. I feel like they should have did well, that festival. What was Fire it? Festival? Fire Yo, Festival. Fire disappointment festival Island. Island. <laughs> That's kind of a funny joke. Somebody write that down. We're going to make that a sketch. Um, I think because Australia and that whole area was where the British sent their prisoners. Mm-hmm. I think Disappointment Island might have been where they put like the disappointment. Like, y'all are disappointment. I, I don't, <laughs> oh, my God. You made I, that up, but we're going to look into it. We're no, I'm, that's, I'm just, it's, I feel like. I'm yeah. not saying it's true, but. I don't even know how you ran up on this. Well, okay. So. <laughs> like, that's who one. I am. <laughs> this, this city is ugly. It's named ugly. Yeah, it's ugly. But it's not spelled how you think. It's U-G-L-E-Y, but it's ugly. Oogly. 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 All right, what's our hint? Do we get a hint? Um, It's in Europe. Or, yeah, yeah, that that area. I wouldn't say that. Oh, well, no. Is it in the UK? Yeah. Yeah, she got it on me. <laughs> but there's but there's multiple countries in the UK. I know that. I, I, I'm like rainy. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna say a city in London. Okay, it's it's in England. England is uh, yeah. the the country. Okay, got and it. it's uh, if you really wanted to be it's Essex. If you really want to get into oh. it, oh then I narrowed it down. Essex, England. There's there's a place called Ugly. Okay, this one will get you. Like Batman. That. Is that United States? No. Okay. I'm like, no, right? it's not. We've it's never heard of it. I know. Oh, no. I have right. heard of it by now. Right. Well, it's a city, so it's not a state. So I, I feel like Singapore. Somebody. Singapore is a city in Thailand, right? Okay, so Thailand. That's my guess. It's closer. It's definitely on the right side of the globe, but it's kind of far. This is the first thing that came to mind. I was like, it's got well, to be both the Philippines. No, you went farther. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, it's Turkey. It's a city in Turkey. Batman. Right, it's probably pronounced like Batma or, like, like, or something like that. Oh I don't wait, know. Is it, was, isn't that game called? Uh, there's a game called Batman. Batman. Okay, Batman. that's not Batman. No. All right, you were not close. Okay. So these these two places are th- these two. I'm gonna just give go, do the next two. Boom. Actually, I'm gonna do this one. Onion Town. I hate <laughs> United States. Yeah. Okay. Can you guess what state? Uh, Onion Town. Onion Town. I'm gonna is say it anywhere, Utah. It's in the Midwest. It's in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Say Utah. Yeah. It's not too far. Um, Kansas. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh come on. So in Pennsylvania, the United States of America, there's a place called Onion Town. Come get your onions. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's a town about onions. Bring on down to Onion Town. I, I, I think on Onion Town for right. some onion rings. I bet they got the best onion rings. I bet you they do. Let us know in the comments or wherever you contact us. I know. You does Onion Town? Ha- does anybody from Onion Town? <laughs> no, <laughs> please. We need to know. We need. Okay, so the next two. Oh, J.K. This is the last one. Mm-hmm. Go 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 go. It might be like go 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 go, but it's it's G O G O G O G O. So think about that. I think it's in like China. No, Japan. I think it's in like Tokyo. In Spain, Italy. <laughs> I'm thinking they're like going, 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 going. So I'll give it to Elvie because she's closer. Italy's closer, but it's in uh, Madagascar. 
Oh, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, come on. Try and think about the whole world. I know, right? All right, well, that's it. That's a game. Uh, right, cool. I think uh, think you guys both win. Yeah. The knowledge of some funny towns and mm-hmm. cities. At least we both get trophies in like the NBA slum di- slam dunk contest. Oh, what? You She's mean got some shade to throw about. Wait, okay. Hey, we we're throwing. It was basketball. We're not going to end this on some shade throwing at the NBA <laughs> All Stars. So we're gonna forget about that, and you can duke it out with Elvie if you feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to remind you to come get this hug. So. With that being said, LV, where can they follow your 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 stuff? Um, they can just follow Indie Jams. I N D I E J A M Z. There are some multiple pages, so follow them all. Awesome, and uh, we'll have that all in the comments. So, if, whenever you listen to this, you can just look and be sure. And if um, you're watching us live, it is right behind us. Yeah, if you're watching us live, then sh- <laughs> all right. Um, anyways, so with that being said, we just want to let anybody, anybody out there, if you can hear us. Um, <laughs> no matter what you're going through, no matter who you are, whatever you think about your situation, whatever you are being told by anybody else, whatever the case may be, we just want to let you know that no matter what, it gets better. better.